0: good morning hope everybody's doing well today on the wonderful thursday morning just another day in paradise for you and me so hope everybody is slept well and ready to hit the day running i don't know about you but i was having a tough time getting out of bed this morning i did not want to get up i wanted to lay there and sleep all day it would have felt very very nice but unfortunately i had to get up i just uh I don't like adulting. It is, uh, <laughs> I didn't say adultery, I don't like that either, but adulting, uh, sometimes being an adult is not fun. I miss the days of uh, sleeping and parents took care of everything. Well, my biggest concern was which toy was I going to play with, but then again, if you talk to my wife, I probably still doing that today, I'm trying to figure out which toy I want to play with today with my uh, matchbox cars and my star wars figures so <laughs> but uh as part of it uh we' we'll see we got Lois Adams good morning, and Brandon Boyd young, so good morning to her and uh glad you all are watching this morning. I noticed uh since schools let out uh the numbers have uh went down a little bit in the morning devotions, but uh uh, tomorrow uh, we'll do another devotion. The next week uh, we'll be taking that week off. Uh, so I won't uh, be doing devotions next week. And then when we return, I may be doing those just a little bit later. Don't know yet, but I may be doing a little bit later. That way for those sleepy heads who can no longer get up in the morning uh, can still tune in. So well, let's go ahead and let us stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, so I'm very grateful for our great country and our our flag and what it represents. We're coming into Memorial Day weekend and getting to uh, honor those who have sacrificed uh, and gave all to, so that we could uh, have the freedoms that we hold dear uh, Brandy and I was watching the news this morning and uh, I tell you what it just uh, it amazing I mean you know I've, I've grown tired with Fox News anyway they've gotten so liberal and left gone so far to the left are getting more to the left, I guess I should say. But uh, they had uh, Bruce Jenner on there, and uh, uh, they said people referring to him as a her. And I just, and this guy is mentally, spiritually, emotionally ill. He's a sick man. And uh, to feed into his psychosis uh, is, uh, is scary and dangerous. And uh, he's on there talking about transgenders i just i don't understand how he's taking it they've taken it serious i mean honestly i mean he just yeah this guy's sick i mean he needs help he needs the lord and encouraging these boys to or girls to be transgender it just um it's nauseating I mean we need to show our boys what it means to be a man, show our young women girls what it means to be a, a woman and and uh and to understand that this is a lifestyle choice you don't want to go down and it is full of depression and anxiety and drug abuse and it's just it's it's a horrible existence and uh, even though it is promoted within our world doesn't make it right and uh and i, I I uh blame a lack of male leadership uh for a lot of it. But to condone and promote uh the sickness this mental illness is uh uh sick, man. I mean it really is. It just uh, uh to watch him on there I was just like I just I just I don't get it, you know. I just I just don't uh I understand looking at him and him wanting to run for political office. Of course again we're talking about California, they the land of fruits and nuts anyway. But it just uh I don't know. It's, keep calling him a her you can't change biology people you know i mean you can get all the plastic surgery you want it don't change the fact you can't change your chromosomes all right so you're either born a man or you're born a woman and if you feel an inclination to something other than what you were born with then you need to seek out help you need to get the lord and uh and realize that hey i'm going down the wrong path here so it's sick uh, to see parents even encourage that kind of behavior so well, let's go and look at our verses, our verse this morning. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5, 8. You know, when we uh, look at this verse here, it's kind of really Paul's version of John 3, 16. And 16. In all honesty, uh, of course, we understand that uh, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And uh, so uh, we see this, but God demonstrates His own love toward us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now there was a um, uh, individual; uh, his name was Harry Morehouse, and he uh, uh, was, they said, he was just wild you know, and always in that in the time period in which he lived, he was a gambler and done all these crazy things, and so he decided to sit in uh, on a uh, uh, revival and really went there to start a fight and he went in that revival instead of being able to start fights with people he ended up getting saved well he, he ended up meeting with uh, good morning Angel Dixon and Karen Smith he ended up meeting up with D.L. Moody and uh, he was uh, uh, D.L. Moody uh, he uh, uh, of course many of you may realize he was a great theologian and Morehouse uh, wanted him to come to America and do a revival and and uh, I wanted to preach himself and Dale Moody had to go out, you know, he come to America, but he, uh, I think it was in Chicago, and he's doing a revival, and he said, listen, Morehouse is on me about wanting to speak. You go ahead and let him do that. I'll be out of town for a day or two. Let him go and speak those nights, and when I come back, I'll pick back up. Well, uh, he came back, and he asked his wife, said, how did Morehouse do? She said, people seem to really like him. He said, did you, what do you think? She goes, I liked him too. She said, he's a different kind of uh, preacher than you are. And he said, "Okay, so he went and sat in and listened to morehouse he's ready to uh, to pick apart everything that he said and because his wife said uh he does he preaches that God loves sinners and that's one of his ideal moody said uh, that isn't true and and he went to sit in there and when he listened to, to uh, Morehouse, he realized his own his whole aspect of how he looked at salvation and, and really what he was preaching all that changed because he was touched profoundly by Morehouse. And that's the thing we need to understand, that we're all sinners. There's none righteous, no, not one. And praise God that he sent his only son to save us from a very real hell, from the realities of an eternal torment that we could spend, and he offered us salvation for all eternity in heaven. Now, with that said, did Jesus die for the whole world? No. And you say, well, how can you say that? That's that's what Jesus did. No, he'd come and he died for the elect. Now, I understand that there's a lot of people who have a problem with the idea of election. But remember that God chose you. We didn't choose him. He chose us. We, it was predestined we were before we even formed in the womb who God was going to choose. You may say, well, that isn't fair. But the fact of the matter is, God didn't have to save any of us, but at least He chose to save some. So if He tried to do say it's down the cross for every person, it would be in vain because not every He knew not every person would accept Him. He come and died for the elect. Who are the elect? We don't know. That's why it's important that we go out there and we preach, we minister, we witness, try to talk to people and make them understand the way to salvation. So the way to salvation is open to all. But the fact of the matter is, because of sin, because of evil, not all will accept it. So anybody who prays a prayer of salvation and wants to come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they're welcome to do so. But the fact remains, it is only those who God has chosen and who has called. And But that's why it doesn't negate our, what we need to do as Christians to get out there and tell others about him. And so when we see this here, that you know while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. in In the midst of our... Uh, disgusting perversion of sin, Christ still died for us. And because you may, you know, I think a lot of people have a hard time understanding. When, I, when, when pastors and myself say, uh, while he was on the cross, he had you on his mind, and you may think, well, how is that possible? But remember, he is—he was God incarnate, uh, the anthropomorphism of man—that he was fully God and he was fully man, and that he could see uh, past, present, and future, and he could see the future, and he could see you, he could see me, and he said, "I'm dying on the cross for you. I'm dying on the cross for Matt. I'm doing this for you to save your life from a very real hell." And that's what Christ was doing here. But God demonstrates His own. Love Toward us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He loved us so much. God loved us so much. He sent His only Son, Jesus, let the glories of heaven to come to this earth to show us the way, the way to salvation. And we need to be very appreciative. And just like I was talking about last night, those who are given little, uh, forgiven little, loves little. For those who have been forgiven much, love much. So, therefore, we must love the Lord our God that much more, knowing that the great massive amount of debt that he has forgiven us, we should be showing great gratitude and love to serve him full-heartedly. That's one of the biggest... uh, Misperceptions uh, in Christianity is that a lot of people think that uh, they're going to attain uh, their place in heaven by doing good works. And uh, it's so sad to see that so many people have been deceived, and that's what the devil wants. He he wants to plant in people's heads, well, if I'm a good person, then I'm going to get into heaven. And that's not how it works. You have to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, accepting him, praying that prayer of salvation in your heart and, and understanding that. And once you've done that, then you have secured your place in heaven. And so therefore, because we understand the high price of our salvation, we want to please God that much more. We want to uh, do those things that are honoring to him and glorifying to him so that we can serve him and hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. But praise God that he loved us sinners so much that he sent his only son. He could have simply wiped us off the face of this earth. He could have simply destroyed this earth, but instead he wanted to show us the way. He wanted to show us the way to the path of salvation and eternity in heaven. And those in the world don't understand that. They don't get it. And there may be a lot of questions theologically and things that I can't always answer. You know, uh, why did, why did God allow the, the serpent in the garden that started this whole mess of sin? I don't know. You know, I, I can't answer that. I'm sure there are some deep theological, philosophical writings out there who might be able to dive into the, uh, precepts of, of, the the core reason as to why that happened i don't know but the fact of the matter is god had mercy on us god loved us and i think a lot of people conserve, uh, confuse uh, god's love and mercy with tolerance of sin you know they think uh well god loves us all so therefore they need to stay in their sin-filled world uh god loves me no god hates sin god abhors sin and because of God's love, he has given you and demonstrating grace in holding back before Christ ruptures out of here so, so that these who are unsaved can come to know him. But the fact of the matter is he does not tolerate sin. If people can't seem to get that through their thick skulls, that God does not, you know, that God hates sin. And even though he demonstrates love, he is still a God of justice and justice had to be paid and that debt had to be paid. And that's why Christ had to do his atoning work on the cross for us. But to pay that debt, to pay that ransom that God demanded, that justice, because we all deserved hell. And, you know, and this goes back to a little bit. What I was about last night, invite people to church. And I know a lot of, there's a lot of people out there, you know, they say, well, you don't know my past and you don't know what I've done. But we're all sinners, we've all fallen short of the glory of God, but praise God that He forgives us our sins, He loves us, He embraces us and he encourages us, even though we mess up every day, even though we hurt God every day, and every time we sin, it's like driving that spike into uh, Christ's uh, hands and feet, you know we're, we're the very ones nailing to that cross, but He understands that because we are in a fallen nature, we are in, a, in this fallen world, He is our advocate between us and God. And he speaks on our behalf. And one day we will spend eternity in heaven. We'll be those joint heirs to the throne with Jesus Christ. What a wonderful thing to look at. What a wonderful thing to look forward to, to know where we're going to be at for all of eternity for those who are saved. And then, of course, it brings up uh, questions of uh, do children go to heaven? Before the age of accountability, yes, they will go to heaven because they don't have an understanding uh, of what Christ has done. And I've had people ask about those with special needs. Same thing. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that, and I, like I said, I've, had a, I've got a good friend of mine who argues. He, he says, by the time you're born, uh, and he he argues uh, with me about this. But the thing of it is, and God's word's clear, before the, uh, the uh, age of accountability, these kids want to go to heaven. And those are special needs. If they can't comprehend that, I have no doubt they will be in heaven. So, you know, if someone is is not uh, able to, you know, their their mental uh, aspect, they don't have a child or special needs, Uh, You know, if they can't comprehend what Christ has done, I think that God really shows that love and mercy on those individuals. Because I've worked with individual special needs. uh, Outside of the ministry, I love that more than anything I've ever done. And uh, they are are sweet, wonderful individuals. Some of them can be meaner snakes. I've had, uh, like I told you before, I've been punched in the face. And uh, I had one, he was about twice my size, and he uh, uh, didn't like something I had to do. I forgot what it was. He wanted to go somewhere, do something. I, I couldn't let him. But I thought I was worried. He drew his fist back. I thought, man, if he hits me, he'll kill me. And he went up into his room, and he trashed it, buddy. He was throwing stuff and hollering, and whew, that was the only time I got a little scared because I thought, buddy, he, because uh, <laughs> he's a lot bigger than I was, I thought he could kill me. But uh, so don't need to worry about the situations like that. But for those of us who have that understanding, don't make grace cheap. See what I'm saying? Don't don't just because you're you know you're going to be forgiven. Don't sin to say, well, God's going to forgive me anyway. We need to have that respect and understand. Hey, uh, I want to do those things that are pleasing to the Father. I want to do those things that honor God. So we need to you know we read this in Romans five eight, but God demonstrates His own love towards us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You know, here He was hated, He was mocked, nailed to a cross. Uh, you know the uh, the uh, what Barabbas's release uh, to be the scapegoat and uh uh, and nailed an innocent man and to die in a a way that is far more horrible than any of us can imagine and then he rose again on the third day and uh, and he's was seen by a great many witnesses so praise god that we serve a living god praise god he's forgiving and praise god that jesus died for us even though we didn't deserve it we are wretches. we are miserable whelps uh, and uh, praise God He showed enough mercy uh, to, to, to show us the way. And uh, don't take that for granted, and uh, be grateful for what Christ has done for us. Well, let us pray. Father Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Lord Jesus, thank you for your great sacrifice. Thank you for loving us enough to save us from a very real hell. Help us, Lord Jesus, to serve you well. Help us, Lord, to show more love and more gratitude and more appreciation for what you do for us and have done for us. And Lord, as watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, I do pray as I pray every morning for our nation its leaders. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Uh, Lord, I do pray for Juanita Watts, sister uh, that uh, they can the doctors can be used to uh, to restore her kidney that's failing uh, lord i pray for roger winters sister and for him as well she'll bring healing upon them uh, lord i do pray that uh, you'll be with uh, ron thompson and uh, lord i pray to be with kim Penix, wendy lee and ginger hood and troy and lord i do pray for linda david feathers and uh, ken Kitchings and jane Kitchings and larry and donna knight and uh, so many others who have offered up prayer requests and concerns. And, uh, Lord, you know, the hearts and minds of each and every individual. Lord, lead. God, watch shall protect us. Lord, help us to be used by you in a mighty way today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in this morning. And, uh, Lord willing, we'll get together again tomorrow morning. Don't forget uh, just one service uh, Sunday at the church, uh, 11 a.m. service. And Dad will be bringing that message. And immediately following the service, they'll be doing the ride to the VA uh, memorial out there. And uh, Dad will be bringing, uh, saying a few words uh, out there. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.